G'day and welcome to another Perusia podcast. My name is Matthew Herman Tague, your host. And with me today is a very special guest, Dr. Paul Morrissey of Campion College in Toongabbie, Sydney. Dr. Morrissey, welcome and thank you for joining me. Thanks, Matthew. It's a pleasure to be here. Excellent, excellent. So for those that, uh, th that don't know you, uh, you are the president of Campion College and Campion College is a liberal arts college in Toongabbie, Sydney. That's correct. Yes, I'm the president of Campion College. Uh, I've been at Campion nearly eight years. So Campion is Australia's first um, liberal arts college mm -hmm. and it's a, based a little bit on the model that you'd see in the United States. The yep. Students, when they finish high school, they go off to college and, mm -hmm. and often in the United States, it's a liberal arts college. So what we offer is a Catholic, so very much a Catholic liberal arts experience, university level education. Um, focusing on four principal areas, history, literature, philosophy, and theology. Mm -hmm. Also, we offer the classics, uh, Latin and Greek, as well as some science based in that and, and possibility of maths. So it's a broad-based um, education, really in the history and, and ideas of Western civilization, Judeo-Christian ideas that you know, our civilization is built on. So it's a, it's a wonderful curriculum, fully integrated, um, and really the only place in Australia that this, this can happen. So we're, we're young, but mm -hmm. we're growing, um, and a very exciting place to be at and, and to be with, and uh, a great mission, a uh, great Catholic mission Excellent. Uh, here in Australia. And it sounds amazing. So tell us what the, uh, the role of the president is all about. Well, how long have <laughs> you, you got? Do you have the Matthew? power? This is what I want to know. <laughs> it's a very grandiose <laughs> title, but it's a similar to say to a principal at a high school, I mm -hmm. guess, but with the added uh, sense of a, it's a higher, higher education institution. Mm -hmm. But also we are a startup using mm -hmm. uh, sort of contemporary language, um, you know, really independent. So we rely on, um, on very generous benefactors mm -hmm. and getting students to come to a place that's not very common to come to in Australia. Mm. Um, so that's my principal role really is, is external in some ways. Okay. It's, it's fundraising and students and to, and to make the, help make the college grow in terms of its, uh, it, its literal growth, but also its growth in reputation and so on. But obviously there's the day-to-day -day things as well that one has to oversee. Yeah, and one of the, the important words there that I heard from you is Catholic. So tell me a little bit about the, the Catholic life of the college, particularly yeah, for so, students. Yeah, so we're yeah. very proudly Catholic, uh, mm -hmm. fully supportive of the, of the magisterium of mm -hmm. the church. Um, and that, that's really uh, important for us. Um, and that, that, that is evident in our curriculum, uh, obviously, particularly in theology, which is mm -hmm. Catholic theology that we teach, but also uh, in terms of the, the life on campus. So we welcome students from all faiths or none, obviously, but most, most of our students are, are, are Catholic. Um, and so we have a chaplaincy program. Most days we have you know, two masses uh, during the day, um, you know, Eucharistic adoration, and lots of outreach. The students do lots of different things together, you know, mm. prayer groups. Um, uh, they go out to various, you know, Vinnie's vans, um, mm. you know, catechesis, uh, do the catechist work. Those sort of things. So, mm. you know, we have a really good chaplaincy program. But That's as I said, excellent. we've got, you know, 
variety of, of students as well and we try to meet their needs uh, spiritually as well. Indeed and as I understand it um, it's a it's a great place uh, where fellow Catholics can meet and form friendships as well and uh, amongst your student body and your alum uh, there are some very strong friendships is that not right? Yeah that's yeah? that's correct I mean yeah. it's a, you know obviously it's a time of life you know, when you mm -hmm. finish school where mm -hmm. you know lifelong friendships are formed and, yes. and because we are it's a real community of learning, um, you know, some really strong friendships are, are formed. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we've had uh, marriages uh, come come from uh, Campion, and, but also religious vocations. So we've had there uh, you go. two so, priests ordained uh, in the last couple of years. So uh, is that is a great. selling point? Come to Campion, you may find your vocation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not not explicitly, but it's naturally happened. You know, indeed. it's naturally it, happens. Indeed, don't want to scare people off. <laughs> indeed, necessarily. Well, so, you know, uh, marry yeah. marriage or priest life. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Come, yeah. To Campion, come to Campion, you yes. may find it. Yeah. That's right. But that's, I mean, it is a real fruit of the of yes. the work of the college. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah. And uh, I have uh, come into contact a, a bit with uh, Campion uh, myself, and uh, I may even be becoming a student next year. And we should mention that right now, uh, you actually have an, an early offer scheme, um, and that's particularly aimed at school leavers, is that right? Yeah, correct. So yeah. if you're year 12 or equivalent, yep. um, looking, you know, what am I gonna do next year? Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously, we'd love love to have you at Campion, mm -hmm. and so um, so yeah. So we have an early offer scheme runs up to I think early October. Mm -hmm. Please visit our website and you get all the information. But if you get the offer in early, that means the process is quickened for you. Mm -hmm. You have a place reserved for you yep. uh, in the college, and also an opportunity to apply for scholarships. Excellent. Um, so, yeah, really encourage anyone who is attracted to the idea of a liberal arts degree, mm. is in year 12 or equivalent, you know, get yeah. your application in and we'd love, love, to, love to speak to you if you've got any questions and so on and so forth. And you have students from all around Australia, don't you? You have on-campus accommodation. Absolutely. Yeah. So that's one of the, you know, real benefits of, of Campion is it's a, mm. it's, it's a residential life uh, mm -hmm. for students if they wish, but, you know, obviously interstate students um, <clears throat> you know, live on campus and we have students from every state and territory in Australia, mm. which wow. is wonderful. Um, is. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a real highlight for those students living Excellent. on campus together. What's the application process involved? Uh, so, I mean, I'll really go to the website, but it's um, the key thing that perhaps makes us a little bit different is we, we like to see a piece of writing or a mm -hmm. motivational mm -hmm. letter just so we, we get a sense of that. And there's also a, an academic interview. So with one of academics, we, we, um, we, in a sense, really answer any questions a student has. Mm. It's not a formal part in terms of, you know, you get, you get evaluated on that interview, <laughs> but uh, yeah. it's where you can ask questions and, and so on and so forth. So it, it's a very personalised approach mm. to an application rather than just sort of numbers and yeah, tick boxes. Okay. There are some forms to fill out, but it's, um, mm. the, the personalised element's really, really important. Mm. And I understand that uh, with my essay, um, a simple line saying, um, I want to study here because Deacon Harold Burke Sivers and Dr. Robert Haddad think I should, is, is not going to quite cut it. No, it's <laughs> almost. <laughs> it's a very good recommendation, there. But um, yeah, probably just have to develop that slightly okay, further. Uh, it needs more work? Yeah, a little All bit right, more this work. Is, this, is the advantage, good. this is the advantage of interviewing you. I yeah, in fact, we can make this of, your interview. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. In, in fact, um, I, you know, because... Um, you know, I need further education and formation and even spiritual direction. 
uh, I'm hoping to, to start interviewing Campion lecturers and uh, on a regular basis. And one of my thoughts was, of course, if they set me a, an essay question, um, I can simply invite them on the podcast and <laughs> ask them that question and perhaps cheat my way to a degree. That, what, that, what say yeah. you, Dr. Well, <laughs> I prefer we don't use the word cheat, but you're certainly welcome to speak to our lecturers before I'm, an assessment is due. Look, I might be joining a whole bunch of uh, late teens and early 20s at the, at the ripe old age of 48, so I need all the help I can get. So there you go. There's another reason to come yes. to Campion. And come and join an old man on campus, you know. I mean, having said that, we do have, and this is, I think this is a polite way, mature age thank students. You, thank you, I appreciate it. And we do have mature age students at Campion, and uh, they, they love it too. So mm. our students are used to that. But you're right, the majority of school leaver, leaver age. Yes. Excellent, yeah. excellent. Well, one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you today is, uh, is as I say, um, uh, this journey that I'm about to, to take, um, learning even more, and, uh, and, and now Parisi is pushing me further into the limelight that I find so uncomfortable and doing more podcasts. Um, really, this is about my, my education, my formation and my spiritual direction, all of the, the future podcasts that I'll be doing for Perusia. And I'm taking an audience along uh, on the journey. And as many know, um, I have a, a very interesting testimony. I've had a, a bit of a rough life. I certainly would not wish my life on anyone. Uh, and those who have heard my testimony and have, have heard me speak um, because of my life of vice, because of decades worth of habitual sin, they will always hear me say the first step in defeating evil is to name it. Am I correct in that statement? I think there's a, there is a real truth to that. Mm. Um, and so if and I think your, your question's really a, a about um, you know recognizing yourself mm. and your and your yeah. fault, and um, and that's really part of Greek wisdom even prior mm -hmm. to you know, Judeo Christian. Know yourself, indeed. Uh, and know thyself is uh, the beginning of wisdom, mm -hmm. um, and self knowledge is really important for a mm. Christian. Though it's it's deeper than that. It's it's mm. not just self knowledge in a sense, but it's 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 seeing yourself how God sees you. Mm -hmm. uh, which is even deeper, um, but wow. absolutely, I think that's 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 crucial in terms of um, you know coming to the Lord. We need to to know, recognize what we need to leave, yeah, um, in order yep. to come to Him. Yeah, in fact, one of your specialities is uh, Christology, and we have a um, Perusia Academy uh, subject on Christology. And Perusia Academy is a great way to get a bit of a taste for the liberal arts, and if it's something that that somebody really enjoy studying, then the great news is that there's a, there's a next step and it's called Campion yeah, College. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so part of this recognizing that I'm a, a sinner, that, that's, just the, that, that's just part of the step, but it's also to recognize that, that Christ is the answer. Yes. And so, so much of, of defeating the vice in my own life is knowledge of Christ, right? Mm, absolutely, absolutely. Mm. And so, you know, when we're talking about um, yeah, I, I guess conversion, mm -hmm. which is a daily thing for everyone, ongoing, ongoing yeah, never yeah. never stops. Yeah. Is is that aspect, and then that we only truly can defeat sin, um, and and be truly truly flourish and, and um, be who we're meant to be through mm. through through Christ. Mm. Amen. Mm. So, what is the answer then to to all this vice? You know, but in my case. You know, I, I left the church when I was 13 and my descent into sin um, you know, occurred over you know, a good 10 years or more and then it was habituated over another 
two mm. decades. So I've got this in, ingrained mm. habitual vice, so, which I need to now you know, get rid of. And I can do this through Christ, um, but how? What, what is the answer? Because I, I do find that quite often when I, I identify the sin, I should not do that. And I think, all right, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Like St. Paul, I end up doing the things that I don't yeah. want to do. Um, anyone who's heard my testimony has heard me say that the pursuit of virtue is in fact the antidote to vice. Yeah. And that's one of the subjects you talk about, and that's what we're really here to talk about today. So is virtue the answer to vice? Yeah, well, virtue is the opposite to vice. Mm-hmm. Um, and so in a sense that it is the answer. Um, you know, ultimately, as we've already said, you know, Christ is the answer mm-hmm. and so on. But virtue, in terms of the moral life, mm-hmm. we have vice on one side, virtue on the other. Okay. They are polar they're, they're, opposites. They're, they're okay. the opposites. And, All right. And in a sense, they mirror each other. Yep. One has the, 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 the goal of the good and one has the goal of okay. evil. Is that a definition of virtue, the goal of the good? Uh, not so much, but it, it certainly it, it's, its end point or telos is, mm-hmm. is, is the good. But virtue, uh, if we're defining virtue, and, yes, and you please. talk about habituated, you know, habituated <laughs> yes. behaviours through, through vice. In a sense, mm-hmm. virtue is the habituated behaviours towards the good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we have to be a bit careful to use, habituate's not bad, but sometimes you, know, you hear it said that virtue is like a good habit. Mm-hmm. As long as we just say it's like a good habit, I think that's mm-hmm. good. Because a good habit can, can, can be a good thing you do, but it's not necessarily terribly virtuous, okay. you know, like brushing your teeth in the morning and so on. There's a good thing about it, but it's, well, we're talking something a bit deeper than that. So okay. virtue is an habituated behaviour that actually conforms our character, conforms our person to the good okay. and, uh, and, and makes us who we are. Mm-hmm. And alternatively, vice does the same. It sort of in, in some ways deforms our character, okay. what it's meant to be, mm-hmm. through habituated behaviour. Um, and so the Catholic tradition has um, a magnificent, um, magnificent teaching about virtue mm. and very developed over centuries and centuries, mm-hmm. taken from the Greeks, from the Romans, from the Jews, yep. and, and then bringing um, you know, the revelation of Christ into that, making a magnificent, um, a, a magnificent um, theology of virtue in the Catholic tradition, um, which wow. is really important in moral theology. It somehow, you know, it got lost a little bit, yep. one, one might say, after the Council of Trent, uh, where, you know, for good reasons perhaps, but law sort of mm-hmm. became the central focus rather than virtue. Okay. Um, but, you know, it's been, I think, refound again yep. um, in these last, uh, last decades, uh, certainly. There would be a relationship, though, between virtue and law, though, wouldn't there? Because it's virtuous to follow a just law, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So law... It all goes together. So okay. Catholicism is always the big ands everywhere. Yes. <laughs> so I've discovered. And is the most important little three little letters in, in Catholicism um, because we, we always try to bring the disparate together. Yeah. Very much integrated. You know, the classic ones are, you know, faith and reason. Yes. Obviously, and we, and we use that in, in virtue as well, faith and reason, because, we you know, we can come to knowledge of virtue mm. through reason, natural reason, which the Greeks did. Um, but we also need faith to, mm. to deepen that and also come to realise, hey, there's these supernatural 
virtues mm-hmm. uh, that are crucial as well for a flourishing human life that the Greeks didn't know about. Yes. Uh, because they didn't have any revelation. So, um, so this faith and reason are crucial in all areas of Catholic mm-hmm. thinking. But, you know, law and virtue are crucial in moral <laughs> theology. You know, we need it. The law is the map. You know, mm-hmm. it's, uh, yes. you know it's, uh, we, where are we, how do we get there? You know, don't go that way, you know. Yes. <laughs> Avoid that. Yes. Uh, but virtue helps us to get there for its own sake in some ways. It's not just okay. a big nose everywhere, but it's, you know, it's a big There's yes. always a yes, isn't yeah, there? There's absolutely. a yes to the no. Yeah, absolutely. that is the no, but do this mm. instead. And I think virtue... The key element of virtue is is the is linked to freedom. Mm. Uh, so we, we're called to be free, and and, and, and that, yeah. that that's to to someone of the world that's quite a challenging statement, isn't it? Because you know it would seem that uh, you know God's law mm. can be rather restricting. Yes. You know I can't do what I want. Mm. So how exactly does virtue free us? Well, I think free. And that's a big topic. <laughs> it is. So, but, uh, <laughs> We're going to do free. more than one interview, don't you <laughs> oh, worry. Good. <laughs> oh, goodness, we're going to go down some rabbit holes here. But, yes. uh, but uh, freedom, um, I, I love talking about freedom because mm-hmm. you know, everyone's for freedom. Yes. Yeah, no one's going to, I'm not, no, I don't want any freedom. Yeah. <laughs> People love yeah. freedom. Yes. You know? yeah. So I think it's a really good thing to talk about as Christians. Yeah. Freedom, they want to be free. Yeah. But then to go deeper onto that question, what does that mean, though? freedom? Mm. Um, because for a lot of people, we have a, and, and this is there's a deep uh, sort of historical aspect to this um, in terms of thinking, but, um, but for us moderns, mm-hmm. uh, the contemporary idea of freedom is a very adolescent idea of freedom. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, when I'm 18, I can do what I like, sort of yeah. freedom, yep. and idea of freedom. Certain truths to that, mm-hmm. um, but it's not the whole truth. Mm. So God has created us free, which is magnificent, you know, and what a gift. Freedom to choose, freedom, free will. We're given yep. that, and that's in a sense how we imitate God. But it's not the whole story, mm. because although God says, "Look, I've created you free," to the point where, yeah, you can hate me if you like. Mm. You know, I haven't created robots to say yes, God, mm-hmm. whatever you say, God. I love you, God. Just as robots, He yeah. said, "No, I've created free creatures to love me." Yeah, and that's the key. We're free to love God. Mm-hmm. It's not just free to do whatever we like, but we're free to love him. Mm. And the full sense of freedom, the full sense of our happiness is in loving God, in doing his will. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what real freedom is. It's not just freedom yes. from restriction, mm-hmm. which is an adolescent sort of freedom. It's a true sense of freedom, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But it's not the whole sense. Mm-hmm. We're free to love God. We're free to do the good. Yep. And that's what makes us happy. And so virtue is a way in which we can be free mm-hmm. um, because it's not easy to, to do the it's, good. It's not. It's, <laughs> it's not, not easy to do the but, good. But I have experienced very personally and painfully the reality of exactly what you're talking about because I have the disease of alcoholism. Um, and I drank alcoholically from the age of 17. So my alcoholism took a hold very, very quickly. And I'm what uh, in the recovery rooms is often called a binge blackout drinker. So I might be able to handle my drink on night one and night two. Uh, I could even handle it for a week. But you never know which night it's going to be where one is too many and a hundred not enough. Mm. Um, And there's this compulsion to drink. It's said that there's a physical, a psychological and a spiritual component to the Mm. disease of alcoholism. Um, So... If alcohol touches my lips, 
and I go off into a binge, you know, we've got to ask the question, am I truly free? Uh, so in, as I understand it, uh, prudence uh, for me, or temperance rather, uh, prudence and temperance, uh, temperance for me, all right, so someone might be able to handle three drinks and, and not get drunk and not commit the sin of drunkenness. But for me, the tiniest amount of alcohol um, then robs me of that freedom to choose not to drink. Then, then I'm just off and running, and that that is truly not freedom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, you're absolutely right. And so, so, you know, vice when it mm. when it becomes an addiction or a you know deep seated where it's you know I don't really have any control is yep. as you say lack yes. of freedom. Yes. So that's um that's absolutely spot on. And so, mm. virtue is are those um, yeah dispositions if you like that we learn behaviors that we learn. Mm -hmm. That help us to be free. Mm. Um, so, if you don't mind, I can I can talk just briefly about those. What and you've mentioned prudence and temperance. Yes, so definitely. I can springboard into that. Well, well idea. let's let's go back in time because uh, you mentioned that the Greeks had some mm. idea of virtue. Yes. Um, so let's start there, um, and we'll get to the theological yes. virtues uh, later. Mm. Um, how many virtues were there in the Greek world? Well, and, so and who yeah. was who was talking about? Yeah. Well, they, yeah. Um, you know the. Aristotle is the great uh, mm -hmm. virtue thinker in the ancient world. And in terms of the sort of they talk about the four natural virtues or mm -hmm. four cardinal virtues, um, so prudence, uh, temperance, temperance, fortitude, and justice. Yes, See, correct. I'm the student here, yeah. so I, 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 <laughs> Very good. I'm looking so, for gold stars. Look at that. <laughs> tick, <laughs> looking tick, for tick, affirmation tick. from my Very mentor. good. Yes, thank so, you. Um, <laughs> so these virtues, so just a word about natural. So they're natural in the sense that now, in some ways, and this is a massive uh, question in Catholic theology, mm -hmm. so we're not going to go down. Okay, that good. <laughs> but uh, the whole relationship between nature and grace is a mm. big question yeah. and controversial topic in Catholic theology. And um, but you know, when we talk about natural virtue, obviously we're not saying that these virtues happen mm -hmm. completely divorced from God, or you know, but they're natural in the sense that. Um, that we can understand them mm -hmm. and try to live them and live them really without necessarily knowing God. Okay. So like the Greeks. So so these four natural virtues, as we've already said, so the, the key one is prudence or wisdom. Mm -hmm. And that's uh, that's moral knowledge. Mm -hmm. So it's mm -hmm. it's actually knowing what's good. Um, and that's that's obviously very important. Um, this is this is where I, my name name the evil yeah is absolutely you know, is a step in being yeah. able to defeat. So it. that's yeah. it's not good to do that. Yeah, you, you know yes. that. Yeah, um, yeah. So <clears throat> so with wisdom, moral knowledge, obviously. So this is a key aspect of the natural virtues. Mm -hmm. Is is we need a teacher. Mm. So uh, the natural virtues are taught mm -hmm. and learnt. That's the first thing with natural virtues. Mm -hmm. So childhood's really important with the virtues that wow. you, you learn. There's moral knowledge. You know, yeah. don't steal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> don't do that. Yep. There's a lot of don'ts uh, yes. in that early stage, and um, and that's really important. That's moral knowledge in which we can we 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 learn things. You know, mm -hmm. don't shoot someone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's that's mm -hmm. a good good start. You know? mm -hmm. um, so it's this moral knowledge. We also learn it. From experience, okay, and that's a key aspect. Yeah, it's experiential, mm. both by doing 
the wrong thing. Yes. <laughs> but also by doing the good. Yeah. So this is, uh, this is how we develop the natural virtues. Mm. And the crucial period is childhood and adolescence. Mm. Because how we are as human beings um, is that our personality, our character is very much formed you know, from that early period up mm. to adulthood. And um, so that's a key aspect of learning, wow. in a sense, and living the natural I'm, virtues. I'm seeing a very strong argument there for school leavers to attend Campion College. Absolutely. And learn these virtues. <laughs> yeah, learn them <laughs> before it's too late. <laughs> exactly. When is too late? Well, because a, here am I yes. at age 48. So if this is stuff that, uh, that mm. I've learned from a child and through yeah, teens yeah. and early adulthood, mm. um, Oof, there doesn't seem a lot of hope for me. Yeah, so this is it's a very, very good question. So for the Greeks, they'd probably say, well, there's no hope. <laughs> right. Thanks, Aristotle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't quote me on that. But, uh, you know, it sort of makes sense. because, yeah. and, and this is psychologically, I mean, in, in a sense, and, and, you know, science sort of tells us now, neurological science, mm -hmm. is, that, is that our brain is um, sort of, plasticized and and mm -hmm. and and, and um, develops with the virtues or vices yes and that's where you know when you talk about that lack of freedom yes it's because it's your brain has been sort of yeah in some ways hardwired to say because wow it's, that's because it's that's problem sort of, solving isn't yeah. it you know the, the first time i use dishwashing liquid to clean the dishes mm. my brain is set on a pathway yeah. to say when, ha when we have dirty dishes, apply this yeah. and the, there's a solution. Absolutely. So quite often with a lot of um, people who develop the disease of alcoholism, there's, there's some sort of underlying reason. So mm. for me, it was an undiagnosed anxiety disorder. Mm. So I, was, I, I drank and I discovered that my anxiety disappeared. Mm. So my pathway is now set yeah. that when anxiety rises, pick up a drink. That's Absolutely. the solution. So that's but exactly. I've been habituated to a vice yeah. in doing so. So that's, that's, yeah. that's where it's, you know, and, and we're all different. So we all have different, mm -hmm. yes. you know, and that, that's the beauty of, uh, you know, creation mm. and, the, and the human person. But it's, I think it's a key aspect of the idea of virtue mm. is, is this, 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 I guess, this psychological dimension, which is being borne out with mm. ne neurological science. And so to get back to, you know, how, how late's too late, but it's also, you know, it's true in the sense of, you know, the older you get, the harder it is to change your ways. You know, we yes. talk about that. We should probably mention that if you are 48 or older, don't worry, there is hope. Yeah. We'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> so it's, um, it's very true. You, you, yeah. I, I know for myself, if something's changed, I think, oh, no. it's, you know, it's hard to, mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. know, whatever it is, it can be very simple things, even the way that, you know, the table's set. Mm -hmm. Why isn't there? You know? Yeah. <laughs> You put it on that side. That's right. You know, it's just, that's how yes. we are as humans. Yeah. And the older we get, the sort of more set we are. Mm -hmm. And um, there's good to that, but there's also mm. not so good. We're all called to keep changing and growing and so on. Yeah. To get back to the question about, you know, it, so certainly in those formative years are crucial. Yeah. So it can be that we're, it's sort of too late in a sense to naturally mm -hmm. learn mm -hmm. temperance, for example. Yeah. Or naturally learn sort of moral fortitude and so on and so forth. Um, it can, in a sense, physiologically be too late. Yeah, yes. Um, but this is where, you know, Christianity offers, you know, hope, mm -hmm. like literal hope, and we'll get to the theological virtue 
of Hope yes. later, but <laughs> perhaps. But um, but in terms of you know living the virtues, mm. we can have what's called infused Aha. virtues. Um, and so we really pray to the Lord and say, Lord, yeah. you know, I, I haven't learned the virtue of temperance. Yeah. It just, that's how it is. Yeah. But, you know, I need it. I need to be free mm -hmm. to be able to serve you. So please give me the... Amen. You know, and that, that's our hope. Yes. So Christ is not going to... Well, bad luck, buddy. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> no, you, right. you, you know, you're 18. Yep. You're on your own now. Yep. <laughs> and you haven't learned them, so bad luck. Yes. Now, it's not to say, you know, the thorn can always be in the side, you know, and that's Indeed. the cross, you know, and that's, yes. you know, and the Lord is merciful, yeah. thank goodness. The, and, um, the bottom line is that it's better to learn it young absolutely. than try later in life yep. uh, to receive it absolutely infused. And, and I, I am a living example. Yeah, that. because yeah. it's, um, you know, when, when we have the virtue, mm. it's, um, it's so much easier. Mm-hmm. Because you're not you're not sort of thinking about every question, moral yeah. question. You're yeah. a lot freer. Yeah. So you're naturally, in some ways, doing the good. Mm. Now it's not to say there's there's moral issues and difficulties. There's always mm -hmm. that, and there's always sin around. But it is so much easier to live one's life. Yeah. You know, and even on a natural sense, mm. which is that, I mean, it's a lot easier to be married, you know, if you've mm -hmm. learned some virtues, mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. naturally. Absolutely. You know, you don't want to, have to yes. be praying every night, please infuse me with patience, infuse me with temperance, infuse me with, you know, you don't want to be doing that all, every day. So it's, um, you know, to have those, it's very mm. important to, yeah. to hold down a job. Yeah. You need natural virtues, yes. you know, that's just how it is. Yeah. So to learn them is crucial to, to live a life, really. Um, it's not the end, in a, in a sense, it's the last word, but it's really important. Mm -hmm. and, um, and a crucial dimension. So I think you're absolutely right. Now, mm. I think one, one, one example, and perhaps pertinent to you, and you probably know Matthew, uh, Matthew Talbot. I, yes, yes very so, which is a, yeah. an example that's been used, I've read about in talking about infused virtue, mm. because um, you know, his story was an alcoholic, very young age, son of a publican, yeah. one of 12 kids or something, and uh, had a big conversion sort of late teenagers. Mm -hmm. And never, never touched a drink after that. Mm. Whenever he saw a drink, he suffered. Yeah. He didn't have the natural virtue of temperance, but he had the infused virtue of temperance. Yes. So he's free of it, but it was still a suffering. Yes. Didn't leave him because yeah. he didn't have the natural, oh, yeah. there's a drink, I'll have a couple of drinks, it'll be fun, and then yeah. I'll leave it. No, he saw the drink, I can't have that drink. And mm -hmm. the Lord gave him the strength not to have it. Yeah. But it was still a suffering. It is. So it's the difference. Yeah, in it that. is. But it's, there's hope, you know. Yep. And he lived a great life of heroic virtue indeed and um so that's that, that's the beauty of you know our mm. faith on, on those questions yeah okay so getting back to the cardinal virtues we've talked a little bit about prudence or wisdom yes so uh, yeah so that's a moral knowledge yep um and then maybe we'll talk about justice so justice sure. is a is a is a foundational virtue one of the cardinal virtues obviously mm -hmm. um and justice is again a bit misunderstood I've heard one definition that justice is uh, giving to another that which is due. That's a perfect definition. Okay. I was just about to say that. Oh, good. <laughs> well, there you go. I'm trying to yeah, impress or, my mentor. Yeah, or what is, <laughs> or what is owe to the other in a sense. Yeah, it's, yeah, um, yeah. So justice is a bit of, you know, well, you owe me something, you've got to give it to me. Mm -hmm. And you think, oh, mm -hmm. that's a bit, you know, what's so virtuous about that? Mm -hmm. But it is in a, in a deeper sense because, yeah. you know, what, what do we owe to God? Yes. Well, we owe God everything. Everything. 
So this is why St. Thomas says that worship is an act mm -hmm. of justice. Yeah. Which it means, is right and just. Which means liturgy yeah. is an act of justice. It is right which is and why just. That line is yeah. in our liturgy. It is Absolutely. right and just. Yeah. So it's um, always and everywhere to mm. give you thanks mm -hmm. because we owe everything to God. Mm. So worship is an act of justice. So what do we owe God? Everything. What do we owe our parents? You know, mm. We owe them a lot. Yeah. Mm. So when we're growing up, we owe them obedience, mm -hmm. loyalty, you know, love. Um, you know, when we're older, we don't necessarily owe them obedience, mm -hmm. it's, it's changed. We certainly owe them loyalty and, yeah. and so on. Yeah. So um, what do we owe our employer? Mm. You know? mm -hmm. What do we owe our students? Mm. What do we owe my spouse? What do I owe the state? Mm. You know, taxes, follow just laws, that sort of thing. So, so justice is really about relationships. Mm -hmm. And wisdom helps us determine where you know, the balance of that. They're all kind of... Yeah, they're, 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 very much. So the virtues, of, yeah. They influence each the other, The virtues, right? you know, yeah. are together. Yep. Um, and it, it's true that, you know, in some areas we may be stronger than others and mm -hmm. more developed, but mm -hmm. they're all in there together. So, you know, we, we may be, you know, I owe everything to God. So you think, okay, well, all right, I'm just going to pray 24-7. But then your wife comes and knocks on the door and says, hey, honey, you know, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Uh, and then, oh, wisdom, you know, yeah, I do owe my wife something. Yeah, <laughs> so, yes. And, Daddy! Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I owe, you know. Yeah. Uh, yes, boss. Uh, yeah, okay, I'll be right there. And so on and so forth. So there's all these demands on us. We owe to different people, different institutions, different yeah. things. And that's justice helps us work that out. But the other point to say about justice, and this is, I guess, more in the Christian sense, is that um, in the Old Testament and in the ancient world, justice was really an eye for an eye. Two mm -hmm. you've, you've wronged me there, I'm going to take it back. Yep. You wrong me, I'll take it back. You wrong me, I'll take it back. So Christianity revolutionized justice. Mm. Didn't do away with it. Mm -hmm. God is perfectly just. Mm -hmm. Never did away with justice. But revolutionized it in the sense that um, we, we see justice mm -hmm. and we trump it with mercy. Yeah. <laughs> so you've, you've wronged me. Yep. Don't take this. You haven't wronged of me. Of course. So you've wronged me. <laughs> and, you know, I should, I should, you know, mm -hmm. I want something in return. I want this back mm -hmm. on you. No, I'm going to, I'll forgive you. Mm. And so it's, it sees that, you know, so forgiveness is a very much a, a Christian, Christianization mm -hmm. of justice mm -hmm. and the idea of mercy. Mm. That God is merciful. And that we need to be merciful mm -hmm. also is is that pointer, and it's um so that that's also always important. Even though the natural mm -hmm. virtue of justice is really that sort of natural idea, yeah. But yeah. Christianity has yes has sort of in some ways revolutionised justice. In fact, would it be correct to say that there can't be mercy if there isn't justice? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. so that's where it's it's important that there again mm -hmm. it's never mm -hmm. either or in yeah. Catholicism. Yeah, uh, it's both and. Yeah. Um, and justice, you know, the church teaches that a society has to be just. Mm. And mercy is really important for an individual. Mm -hmm. The church is merciful. But for a state, it's more complicated. Mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> so Tolstoy, you know, famously you know, said, oh, we should, we should govern a society by the Beatitudes. Okay. But completely wrong-headed, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> because mm -hmm. 
you know, we, we need a prison, for example. Okay. <laughs> because, yes. You know, to keep people safe. Yep. We need a police force. Mm-hmm. We need, because there is original sin. Yep. And people do bad things to others. And okay. the state's, yep. you know, one of the primary purposes of the state is to protect its citizenry. Mm. So I can't just say, you know, oh, so you've, you've murdered and you've raped. And, yeah, we forgive you. You know, just go back and, you know, it needs to protect. So it's, yes, of course. So there's that point. But for, as Christians, we know that, you know, even, even though the state has that role in justice, mm. that we, we need to be able to forgive. Mm. Um, that's as Christ calls us to forgive. Mm-hmm. And, and that God is truly merciful. If we say we're mm-hmm. sorry, he'll forgive us. Mm-hmm. You know, full of mercy. But yeah. it's, you know, we need to recognize we're a sinner. Amen. It's not just, that's you know, right. I'll, I'll just keep sinning and, uh, God, God's merciful. Yeah. No, it's a, it is a point of conversion, really. Mm. Yeah. 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 That describes me mm. very well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's two of the cardinal virtues. Yes. Where would you like to go next? That's a very good question. And why don't we go to uh, temperance? So, I mean, we've spoken a little bit about temperance, we have, but yes. temperance is basically self control. Mm-hmm. And so, as animals, we are animals, humans, um, we survive through. Uh, Eating, drinking, and sex as mm-hmm. a species, and so temperance is particularly concerned with those, mm-hmm. particularly, but it, mm-hmm. it's other things as well, mm-hmm. um, obviously. Yep. In the modern world, it yeah. can include television, sport. Yeah, everything, Computer anything games. basically. Really, anything <laughs> anything that takes up our time. Yeah, with, anything, that, and it yeah. also. So this is where it's you know justice. It's obviously intertwined as well. Yeah, and, and you know, and, and prudence. prudence. So it <laughs> all comes together. And, yeah. But in particular things where our passions, our emotions are, um, are, uh, are naturally driven towards something because that's how we survive as animals. We're mm-hmm. rational animals, but we're animals. Yep. Temperance is the rationalization or, or, or bringing reason mm-hmm. to those animal passions. Okay. And saying, okay, that's, yeah, you can have a drink, mm-hmm. you can eat. <laughs> Yeah, sex is good. Yes, but hang on a tick. What? How, as a rational being, yeah, are these ordered to what is good and, and yeah, worthy so, of human so, life and flourishing? So at this time and this place, yep. you know, is this good that yep. I'm pursuing? Absolutely. Uh, you know, yeah. is it truly a good, or yep. or am I yep. going into the area of sin? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you know, everything everything creation is good. Yes, God created it good. Yeah. And but whenever it's out of its place mm-hmm. in our pursuit of whatever it is, yeah, then that that's um, it can be seen. Yeah, it's looking for the the right thing in the wrong place. Yeah, and uh, are we potentially turning these natural goods, um, our pursuit of them, into idols as well? Because I often hear that you know people say that you know we can idolize sex, we can idolize mm. sport and. Films and, and all this sort of stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. So anything yeah. that's not of God, we, we so, can So here comes justice again, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> so it's, uh, are, so we, good, are we giving you know, re- to Hollywood yeah. what we should be giving to yeah. God? So yes. recreation is a good yeah. thing. Yeah. As in, you know, and, uh, and leisure's a good thing and entertainment's mm-hmm. a good mm-hmm. thing and so mm-hmm. on in its own way. But it's, um, yeah, it has to be in, in the right order. Yeah. So it's not, okay, well, Sunday mass or the football, you know, yeah. it's, uh, football, going to football is not a sin, mm-hmm. but if you do it in place of going to mass, yes. you know, that's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's yeah. that right order. Um, mm. But yeah, temperance is uh, particularly, and, and we know that ourselves, don't we, with um, you know, food, drink, 
uh, sexual pleasure, those things mm -hmm. that give pleasure naturally, because if they weren't pleasurable, we wouldn't survive as a species. Yes. So, so they are, they do give us pleasure. Mm. So temperance is particularly concerned with those, but you mm. know, all, all areas of life where we need some self-control. Okay. You know, patience, you know, for example, is a really mm. good, important aspect of, of temperance, really. Mm. In yeah. fact, all those goods, um, they, they, they tend to, we tend to talk about the sub virtues, don't we? Yes, all all these goods kind of relate back yep. to some of the main ones. Yeah. Um, and as I understand it, in, in the Greek world in particular, there were different schools of thought um, with regards to these natural virtues, wasn't there? Yeah, so, you know, the, yeah. in, like in any sort of intellectual system, there's, a, mm -hmm. there's different ideas and different ways. Mm -hmm. And the Greeks is a different world too. And, um, you know, far, in some ways far removed from us, but also very close to yeah. us. And, and um, obviously a great civilization, a great thinking mm -hmm. civilization. And uh, yeah. we owe so much to their... To their, to their wisdom, mm -hmm. their natural wisdom, which obviously didn't know yeah. Christ. Um, yes. And, but um, but um, certainly plays into, I mean, the, the greatest synthesis of virtue thinking was Thomas Aquinas. Mm -hmm. and, and obviously he built a lot on Aristotle, uh, his virtue thinking. Yes. But, but it's a mistake to say, look, uh, he just um, took Aristotle and added a bit. No, he's, <laughs> you know, Aquinas is the, is the king of virtues and... Uh, and and and, um, and yeah, obviously used Aristotle somewhat, mm -hmm. but you know, obviously yeah. gave a fully developed theology of virtue because he had that revelation. Yeah. Of well, the Christ. revelation, but also yes. I think a deeper understanding of the natural okay. virtues as well. All right. So how did uh, how did the concept of virtue develop then in the Roman world, which is after the Greeks? Yeah. So the Romans were perhaps less concerned with that. I mean, you know, it was mm -hmm. intermingled a bit. So for for the Romans. Virtues, more sub-virtues, would be things like loyalty. Mm -hmm. uh, loyalty mm -hmm. was paramount for the Romans. Um, and a sense of civic virtue mm -hmm. um, for, for Romans, to do yep. what's good for Rome and, mm -hmm. um, and so on, was really important. So they had that sense. Mm -hmm. They also had, a, um, a, a, in some ways, an idea of the common good. Okay. Um, you know, the look, Romans were great at building. Mm -hmm. <laughs> great at, you know, they great at empire building and mm -hmm. great at connecting their empire. Yeah. Know, road builders and, mm -hmm. you know, to, to police the seaways. And that's why, in mm -hmm. fact, that's why Christianity spread so quick. It was, yes. You know, providentially, it's happening in a, yeah. within an empire that was mm. very easy to get around at the time. Yeah. It yep. was, uh, you know, they had roads. Yes. It was a lot easier. You know, to go somewhere <laughs> That's right. with a road, it's, it's a lot quicker. And trading systems. And, Very you know, much. Yeah. And so even though Paul suffered, you know, in yep. his great missionary journeys, you know, he did a lot yes. without, you know, you know, without too many worries. Yeah. So was there a, was there a bit of a, a de-evolution of the natural virtues then from, from the Greeks to the Romans? Uh, did someone like Aquinas draw on... Roman thinkers, or was it more highly developed? Yeah, than the Greek? much yeah. more than yeah. the Greeks, and yes. um, so yeah, much more. Mm. Yeah, he, he's he's um, he was an ally with the Greeks far more than the Romans. And okay, that was tended to be so. The the Romans, yeah, they were very practically minded rather yeah. than okay. sitting around uh, thinking about. Those. And again, we're dealing with massive stereotypes, here. of course. But in the sort of history of <laughs> yes, thought, characterise that. And um, but then obviously they're, they're, they're Christianized as well. I think we're we missing one of the 
Fortitude. We've, Fortitude. We ah, yes, we haven't. Yeah, yeah. So, so Fortitude um, is also known as courage, isn't yeah, it? So, yeah, so really about... And that was important for the Romans. Yeah, so it? courage, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Um, perhaps more physical courage mm-hmm. than uh, moral courage, although mm-hmm. it's interesting that, you know, there's a lot of converts due to Christian courage mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because they saw, wow, you know. Yeah. They would die for their faith. Yeah. My goodness. Yeah. So there was that natural admiration for this act of courage mm. of uh, these Christians, uh, yes. martyrs, and those who suffered for their faith. And, and as I understand it, courage is not being fearless, but rather doing what is fearful in spite of the fear. Yeah, absolutely. Yes? Okay. So there's not a lot of courage involved if you're not feeling any fear. Yes. <laughs> So that's just, you know, you're is, naturally... A is, it's good to know that I'm natural being courageous daredevil. right now. Okay. <laughs> so the natural daredevil. Yeah. You know, yep. someone, you know, yep. bungee jumping, someone. Yep. I love bungee jumping, jumps off. Yep. There's not yep. a lot of physical courage okay. there. For yep. me to bungee jump, that is, you know, that's beyond, you know, beyond courage. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I struggle with that sort of thing. But, so, but we're particularly talking about moral courage here. And I think it's important to say too that uh, this virtue of courage is mostly not so much a battle against others, but a battle against ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, the, our, our own fear. Yeah. The fear of the other. Yeah. The fear of failure. The fear of this. And we say, well, okay. okay. No, I'm still going to do it. Even though, you know, society is saying, you know, it's fine, don't worry about it. Mm. Um, and it may be hard for you to do, you're still going to do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's 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 moral courage. Wow. Um, so it's a lot deeper, and usually it's a battle against us, so, you know, my own will. Yeah. And so all of these natural virtues or cardinal virtues um, are now elevated and perfected through the theological virtues. Is that correct? Yeah. So um, so the theological virtues, which Saint Paul writes about, are faith, hope, and love. Mm-hmm. So they're theological or supernatural, in the sense that they are given. Mm-hmm. So we spoke before about you know these natural virtues you learn them mm-hmm. and you live them. Yep. So these theological virtues are given at baptism. Okay. So we receive them. Okay. And as I understand it, um, at baptism we're we're given all of the faith, hope, and love necessary for salvation. Um, and so when we pray mm-hmm. for an increase in faith, hope, and love, what we're praying for is really a stirring up of what is there already. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we receive them. You know, they, they, they're, they're in our soul. Mm-hmm. So just like the natural mm-hmm. virtues become yep. part of who we are. Yeah. They become truly part of who we are. The theological virtues are there mm. at baptism. Yeah. Who we are. And um, you're right. So for a Christian, it's really important. This is the virtue idea of these, mm. is that they're still practiced. Yeah. So like the natural virtues, you need to, to live them. Mm-hmm. So we, we may have the supernatural gift of faith, mm-hmm. but if you don't pray, yes, it's going to just, it'll be there. This is with all but grace, be, isn't yeah, it? We, just, we have the ability to, even though it's yeah. a free gift, I mean, we can, we can take a gift, not leave it unwrapped and place it on a shelf. Yeah. And we never, we're never using the and gift. And we're not cooperating. Yeah. yeah. So faith is a classic one. Mm. So it needs mm-hmm. to be exercised. Mm-hmm. And so without that exercise, it's just going to fall limp like a dead mm-hmm. muscle mm-hmm. and um, it needs reactivating at some point. Yep. So <clears throat> this is, again, where you know, education is really important in, mm. in these virtues as mm-hmm. well. 
So, um, and, and at the early stage, it's, it's more about discipline. Mm-hmm. Again, discipline is, uh, you know, it gets a, it's a, that doesn't have a great name, discipline. You know, mm-hmm. oh, he's dis- very disciplined. <laughs> what a strict disciplinarian he is. But discipline comes from the word disciple. Mm-hmm. So we need a master. Yeah. So, you know, hopefully our parents can really teach us the faith. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, you know, you know, our school or, or whatever can teach us the faith. Mm-hmm. So that, it, it, and then by living that, so learning it and living it is crucial. You can learn it all you like. If you're not living it, mm-hmm. um, then that faith will hopefully, you know, the muscle will develop mm-hmm. and, and continue through adulthood. One of the, well, I think one of the tragedies of, catechesis of recent years is that the um, the education in the faith is not developed as much as the child grows it sort of remained and so I think a lot of people into adulthood with a almost like a primary school level idea of who God is okay um, and that I think that's a that's a problem on an intellectual level mm-hmm. so it's a lot easier to leave the faith say it, uh, you know, when you go to uni at 19 mm-hmm. uh, and you still think that God is sort of sitting on the cloud mm-hmm. with a beard. Mm-hmm. And you think, well, well, no, he's not. Mm-hmm. So I don't believe him. Yeah. But the church doesn't teach that. It may, you know, when you're in year two, yeah. you might say, yeah, look at, you know, here's a picture of God. And, yes. You know, Father yeah. Christmas, it's a bit similar. So, you know, mm-hmm. and everyone will think you're two, oh, I love God, you know, and mm-hmm. God's up there and he's like yep. Santa. But then when you're 18, that's not such a... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's not a real picture. You stopped believing Santa a long time ago. Yeah. So it's a lot easier. So okay. I think that's a that's a real issue. But I suppose that's a, that's another yes. rabbit hole we can go down. Indeed, yes. we need to move on to, yes. to hope and love. So yes. let's, let's talk about hope. Very yeah. Quickly. So hope is hope is a, is a, again it's a supernatural virtue. So our world can feel a bit hopeless in a sense. Indeed. And you can be an optimist. You can be a pessimist. But mm. hope is hope mm. never fails. It's a mm. it's that I guess it's a virtue that. Keeps our chin up. You may have heard that expression, mm-hmm. keep your chin up. Yep. And sort of a sense of optimism. You know? yeah, things are going bad. Well, put your chin up. Yeah. But in a sense, it's true with hope because you're looking to the horizon. You're looking mm-hmm. to eternity rather yep. than at your, na- at your navel. Mm-hmm. You, know, at your, you know, just looking in, inwards and saying, woe is me. Yeah. Yeah. The world is going to the handbasket. Yeah. Can you know, be very tempting yeah, even very, for faithful Catholics. Oh, very. Oh, you know, you know, oh, look at that. Look at the look, look at the way the church is. Look at you these. Know, where, look at my parish. Leaders, look at this. Where are our yeah, heroes? What's happening? Yes. Yep. Uh, look at the state of the world. Look yep. at my state. Look at my headache. Mm. Yeah. Um, and so, it's but hope, hope, hopelessness is actually sinful, isn't yeah, it? Despair. Yeah, despair. Yeah. So we can sin against hope in two ways. Mm-hmm. By despair. Yeah. Oh, nothing's. I can't mm-hmm. be saved. Mm-hmm. Or perhaps a more common one myself. is the sin of presumption. Okay. What you think. Oh yes. So uh, you just think, oh, every, I'll be everyone's saved. going to heaven. Oh, everyone's yes, isn't, yes, yes. isn't life grand? Yep. yep. Uh, I'm going to heaven. Yep. Everyone's going to heaven. Doesn't matter what you do. Yeah. God is merciful. Yes. So that's a sin of presumption. Yeah. So both are sins against hope. Yes. Okay. And yeah, so hope is is crucial mm-hmm. and uh, and a, a wonderful gift to cultivate. Mm. So we need to do acts of hope and trust. You know, I trust yep. in you, Lord. I trust you. All will be well. And what great knowledge that we can pray for a stirring up. Yeah, of hope. Of, of hope, even yeah. if we are tending towards despair. Yeah. We can pray for that mm. increase in yeah. you know, stirring up of faith mm. and hope, and we can yeah. pray for the infusion yeah. of the virtues. Yeah. yeah. So hope is a, is a Christian realism mm-hmm. in light of eternity. Yeah. You know, things yeah. are bad. Mm. Yeah, absolutely, name them, they're bad. Yeah. yeah. But God's in control. 
Amen. God knows what he's doing. So that's the virtue of hope. And then love is, um, you know, we could speak all day about Well, love, we could. I mean, it's the, it's the greatest of all the virtues, greatest, as I yes. understand it. Well, it and, is, because it's the only one that will last. Yeah, that, that, was, that was a really interesting thing that I discovered. I forget where. It, was. it yeah. would have been in a podcast somewhere, yeah. that, that all those other virtues are not needed in heaven. Mm. Um, but the one that will remain is, is, love. is charity as well. Yeah, because God is love. Yes. God's not faith. He's not hope. He's, he's love. He's love. And so love will remain. And, um, and yeah. so all of these virtues are, are actually ordered to and progressing yeah. towards love. Yeah, so love yeah. is the crowning yeah. virtue. Yeah. And by love here, there's all varieties of aspects of love. Yes, because, I understand the Greeks had four versions yes, of so, love. Yes, um, yeah. yep. but the, the one we're talking about here is what's called a, is the supernatural love. This is agape. Yeah, the agape, or caritas. Yeah, okay, yep. So charity. Yes. And I mean, using charity in English, it you know, probably doesn't carry the full weight mm-hmm. these days. But because what we're talking about here is is the image of Christ on the cross, right? Yep. It's a complete self-emptying, self-emptying love, which is not natural for the other. <laughs> yeah, for the other. Yeah, yeah. because not most of our the other loves are yeah. self-centered in a certain yes. way. So there's yes. a natural love that yep. you know that I have for a hamburger, or yes, yes, you know, a natural yes. love I'm that a mother a mother yeah. has for a child, Indeed. for example. There's yeah. not much moral worth there, but it's yeah. a natural love. There's a friendship love which. Mm. Is a common interest love. So again, mm-hmm. there's a bit of selfishness there. It's, yep. You know, it's not a yes. bad thing. None of these are bad, but it's yeah. Um, they're natural in that sense. Um, yes. So the friendship love, and then eros, which is erotic love, a love that mm-hmm. takes you out of yourself, um, and is a good good thing, but obviously mm-hmm. is um, needs to be tempered. Mm-hmm. And then agape or caritas is this highest love, mm-hmm. the love of laying down your life for the other. Yeah, I um, believe it was Aquinas who defined it as willing the good of the other. Yeah, willing yeah. the good of the other. Yeah. Um, and um, and in that sense, forgetting yourself. Yeah, and involving the will there too, the, yeah. the, the free will. I, I choose love, right? Yeah, yes, and, and absolutely. Love, love is one of the, is, is, is the strangest of virtues. Mm. In order to get more, I've got to give more away. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's, again, we need to practice it. So mm-hmm. it's a virtue. Yes. So it'll become a limp muscle if you don't practice that. So you oh, deny yourself for the other is really important. Fantastic. Well, we could talk for hours on this subject, and, and I hope we will in future podcasts. <laughs> I, I think we could probably talk for an hour on each and every one mm. of, the, of the, the main seven mm. uh, virtues, probably longer. Mm. Um, but we're going to have to wrap it up for today. This has been a great overview, mm. and I can't thank you enough for giving me some of your time and your knowledge. Thank you for being one of my mentors. No, thanks, Matthew. It was an absolute pleasure. <laughs> now, for people to, to get a hold uh, of you or find out more about you, uh, you are on uh, the Perusia website as one of our speakers, but they can also go to Campion College. What's the website? Uh, so www.campion.edu. Dot au. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. It's not when I say websites. That's right. But you just, you know, you can look it up pretty easily these days. Yes. But yeah, so, and it's a brand new website too, yeah. so it looks okay. looking very nice. Have you ever noticed that saying World Wide Web is easier to say than www? <laughs> no, I haven't, but I think you're right. I think you're right. <laughs> and of course, we, we should mention again the, the early yeah, office so, scheme. Yeah, early office scheme yep. uh, for these next uh, couple of months. So, yeah. so, so this, this podcast should be released uh, within, within in the week so when it is released it's topical so yeah. check out the website <laughs> yeah, great yeah. Oh, all right thanks, <laughs> wonderful well dr morrissey once again thank you so very much and i look forward to future conversations thank you Matthew.